This week, His Holiness the Dalai Lama is in the part of the world which His Holiness the Dalai Lama himself and the Tibetan exile claim as a second home. As you might have guessed, it is none other than a replicate form of Lhasa, so-called Dasa or Dharamsala, India. After finishing his hectic trip all around the world recently, he's back home and engaging himself into a lifestyle of a simple Buddhist monk. This is a well-deserved break for His Holiness the Dalai Lama. During his latest tour of the world, His Holiness met formally for the first time with many Western leaders, much of the dismay of the Chinese government. His Holiness met with German Chancellor Angelo Merkel, Australian Prime Minister John Howard, U.S. President George W. Bush, and lastly, Canadian Prime Minister Stephen Harper. During his meeting with Prime Minister Stephen Harper, it's rumored His Holiness made a special request. Of the about 100,000 Tibetans living in India, about 10,000 are living in very, very serious economic situations. His Holiness the Dalai Lama made a request to the Prime Minister of Canada asking if some of his people from India and Nepal, some of those 10,000 desperate, could come to Canada. Wisconsin Tibetan Radio reporter Abby Scott spoke to Mr. Dharmad Travis, Executive Director of the Canada-Tibet Committee about His Holiness the Dalai Lama's meeting with Canadian Prime Minister Stephen Harper and this request. Well, I wasn't at the meeting, but certainly there are news reports from the meeting, including comments from His Holiness, that there was a request made that Canada welcome a number of Tibetan refugees who are currently in India and Nepal. How do you think it was received? Has there been any word from the Canadian government? Well, I want to underline that uh, this point because I think it's important for everyone to know there has been no decision made at this point to do this. Canada obviously takes a large number of immigrants on an annual basis. The Canada-Tibet Committee and others will continue to lobby both the federal government and our provincial governments that share responsibility in some cases on immigration matters with the federal government to hopefully bring about a positive answer from the government. But as of today, there has not been a decision made. Do you have any advice for Tibetans currently residing in India? The current advice would be to wait. There hasn't been a decision made. And for them to know that they have friends in Canada who are going to continue to work with the government to uh, hopefully bring about a positive decision. And when that happens, we will certainly circulate the information to those who uh, should know so that they can determine how to proceed. And is there any other organization in Canada who's working on behalf of immigration with Tibetans? The Canadian Tibetan Association of Ontario, I'm certain, will be working on this issue. There will be a variety of local groups. Canada has a fairly unique immigration policy in as far as there are a number of ways to immigrate to Canada and organizations such as the Canada Tibet Committee and others will have to work with the federal and provincial governments to determine the best means to try to bring this about. That was Dramat Travis, Executive Director of the Canada Tibetan Committee, or CTC. The CTC website is www.tibet.ca. During His Holiness the Dalai Lama's visit to Toronto on November 1, 2007, he addressed more than 10,000 people inside Toronto's Rogers Centre sharing his vision of peace and his message on happiness. He sat cross-legged on a couch and spoke for an hour. 
A few of the significant messages he launched to the crowd were the following. We're all brothers and sisters in the human race. The only way to achieve world peace is by achieving inner peace. Affection and friendship is the source of security and the source of happiness. And many of the world's problems are created from separation from a we versus them demarcation. And many more that you can find on www.dalailama.com. Then on the same day, he addressed a crowd of some 5,000 of his exiled countrymen. Around two dozen wide-eyed children sang traditional Tibetan songs at the beginning to show their gratitude and welcome him to Canada. A smile touched the corners of his mouth, but the famous glint in his eye was nearly absent. It was at best a bittersweet moment. The Tibetan culture kept alive so far from home. The spiritual leader of Tibet spoke with passion about the determination of his people to maintain their culture wherever they are in the world against the Chinese government's effort to wipe it out. Inside Tibet, there are many factors that are causing the degeneration of Tibetan culture and how the main problem is demographics. With Han Chinese moving into the region, Tibetans are a minority in their own land. In their daily life, they use more Chinese language than Tibetan. To acquire more facts on His Holiness the Dalai Lama addressing his people in Canada, visit www.dalailama.com. On Saturday, November 3, 2007, a ceremony congratulating and honoring the Tibetan spiritual leader for receiving the U.S. Congressional Gold Medal was held in the capital city of India, Delhi, where he criticized China's cultural genocide of his Buddhist homeland and called on China's president, Hu Jintao, to achieve harmony in Tibet through the heart and not the gun. The central government of India ordered all cabinet ministers to stay away from this ceremony and the federal cabinet secretary, K.M. Chandrasekhar sent a letter to ministers saying the event was, quote, not in the conformity with the foreign policy of the government, end quote. That was a polite reference to avoiding a diplomatic upset with China, which considers the Dalai Lama a separatist leader. The chief minister of Delhi, Sheila Dixit, was announced as a guest, but she too failed to appear. While India's current government shunned the gathering, a former prime minister, Inder Kumar Gujral, did attend. He told the Dalai Lama that India shares the honor of the U.S. medal because it expresses the philosophy of modern India's spiritual father, Mahatma Gandhi. To learn more insight on this story, visit www.bignewsnetwork.com or www.voanews.com. That is www.voanews.com. On Friday, November 9, 2007, which is the date of this broadcast, his Holiness will give one-day teaching on Lama Tsongkhapa's three principal paths, Lamso Namsum, in India. On the morning of November 10, there will be a long-life offering ceremony for His Holiness, offered by Buddhists from Russian Republic of Buryat, Tamilika, and Tuva, as well as Mongolians from Mongolia. Put your 